pre-trip what's going on everybody lockout man back again for this podcast for you guys before we even get into the actual show this is where we just conversate amongst uh me and my special guests tonight and for the people that's you know for the replay people so basically that's what this is so what's going on mr j what's going on with you man oh good man i'm glad i'm here it's been a while I'm glad I finally made it. Uh, but I appreciate you. You know, we've been uh, we've been conversating <laughs> back and back and forth to get this uh, to get this done, man. You want to come in and holler at your boy? I really do appreciate you being here, man. Yeah, you know, I you know I'll start off by saying you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, I try to catch every single one of your shows. But you know how it is being on the road. You can you gotta rely on a signal and having the time to actually stop and enjoy it. So. You know, right? And 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 now that I'm like flipping the script, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going on at different times. I try to keep it at eight o'clock. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I. You know, I'm I'm still going to keep it at eight o'clock. But like, if I'm rolling. You know, if I'm rolling or something like that, you know, I I, I can't keep the eight o'clock showing because I don't want to stop. Uh, you know, especially if my clock is running off of my run. If my fourteen hour clock running off of my uh, off of my uh, drive clock, then I want to try not to stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I so, always wondered how, how you figured out your schedule with that because you know, with me, my my hours are always so different. It'd be hard for me to schedule a specific time every day to do a show. Exactly, exactly. See, luckily for me, I usually I, I usually have like I get my load in the morning, so I know if I get my load in the morning, I know I'm going to drive majority of the day. Usually, I have maybe about an hour to an hour and a half on my fourteen hour clock to use. You see what I'm saying? So it won't yeah. go into won't go into my drive clock. That's not always the case, though. <laughs> That's not always the case, man. All right. Well, I got some quick questions for you. Brought to you by Pod Decks. It's the uh, it's the interview cards that uh that the that they sent me, and I appreciate Pod Decks for sending me uh let me see the first and second edition. So we're going to start off. Let me shuffle them right quick. We shuffling, we shuffling. And the first question out of the deck is, what is something weird that you recommend everyone tries at least once? Something weird everyone tries at least once. Okay. Uh, I have one that's very weird, uh, and it's a food. So my... uh, Wife is Filipino, so there are obviously uh, there's obviously a lot of uh, unique foods when you come from another country, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, a, 
a specific dish called a dinagawan. Okay. And it's basically a pork dish, but it's fried or sautéed with pig's blood. Pig's blood. Pig's blood. Okay. And it sounds nasty, and it looks nasty too. It looks like looks like uh, like melted blood when you're eating it. But man, talk about the flavor of of everything inside that pig going into the meat. It's, it's, it's amazing, and I definitely recommend trying it at least one time. If you, if you can get past what it actually is, I think you'll like it. You know, that's, you know, this, this, this just keeps going back to the chitlin thing, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just keeps going back. I mean, it's like three, it's like maybe three episodes in a row that, you know, <laughs> since that chitlin episode with Melissa. Now, now you coming with something, something in Pitt's blood. How is, yes. how is that kosher? Well, you know, it, it's it's a Filipino dish, an Asian dish. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely not something you would find on every menu here in America, obviously. Um, but if you go to an Asian store, they do sell pork blood in a container that's made just for that dish. And you know, wow. people eat it, people buy it. Piss blood. Okay. What? All right. <laughs> Now I'm not sure if you have a roommate, but have you have you ever had any guests that you know that came over to you know to stay at your house for a while? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So what what's your worst roommate or house guest story? Oh, gosh. Well, I, I I don't have that many visitors that often to really come up with a good story. Um. I, I would have to say, you know, just sharing a bathroom with a stranger and them leaving a mess, you know, that's that's definitely not cool. But I, I can't think of a specific story around it. Nah, they 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 didn't leave no surprise in the toilet, did they? <laughs> no, that, no, no, nothing like that. <laughs> that will not you that will not be cool at all, man. Like yeah. you know, you, you you know, you come out the you come out the bathroom and you just happen to leave a present for the next person in there, like what the fuck, bro? I can okay, you know what, you know what I, I do. I do have one now that I think about it, and it's probably a little more clean than that. Okay, uh, I, I have an uncle uh, that will not be watching this show, so I can say this. Uh, whenever he comes over, man, he's one of those uh, he's one of those guys that like to chomp when he eats, and I'm talking like loud, like smacking so loud, and mm-hmm. that's such a pet peeve for me, man. I hate people that chomp. It just drives me nuts. So I, I literally cannot even sit at the table with him when he eats. It's that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. I mean, I, I don't have no I guess I don't have no uh roommate story for myself except that I I guess I am my own I am my own house guest in, in the house where I'm at because, you know, my kids, you know, they, they pretty much took over the upstairs. I still got my bedroom, but my son rented out my room <laughs> to, one of his, to one of his friends for a month because she was, you know, she was she was left out in the cold by, you know, her her situation. 
And then I came home, uh, came home one day. He stopped me at the door. He was like, hold up before you go upstairs. I was like, what's up? He was like, uh, I got a female upstairs. I was like, bird? <laughs> I was like, okay, how old is she? I mean, you know, how, how old is she, man? Because, you know, she got to be around my age. He was like, no, bro. <laughs> no, no. I was like, all right, fine. So, but yeah, that's, I guess that's, I guess that's not the worst story, I guess. But yeah, that, that was my situation at the time. All right. So, John, man, would you rather have unlimited sushi or unlimited tacos for life? Oh, man, that, that's a tough one. Um, are we are we talking Taco Bell tacos or street tacos? <laughs> I don't even fuck with Taco Bell. So, yeah, I if we're talking like authentic street tacos, I'm gonna I, I'd say tacos over sushi. Okay, okay. I, then I'll I'll go with you. I'll I'll follow your lead on that one, man. Because I, <laughs> I don't even I don't even mess with Taco Bell. I I can't even remember the last time. I uh I ate Taco Bell tacos, man. I I, I think you, you think about it. I mean, you can't really have a bad taco, but you can have a bad sushi. So tacos definitely win. Yeah, I think I I think I had I think I had a bad taco, and yeah, the bathroom was <laughs> was, was my friend for a while, man. All right, last uh, last question before we start the show, man, because we got a few people up in here now. If you had someone following you around the t- wait, if you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do? Huh. Well, that's a good question. I guess they could be my driver. It would be nice to have a chauffeur and just have them drive you around all the time. Now you know me. Like if I was now a person that would do that, you know, that would follow me around, I think I would definitely take the uh the uh the dollar accounts because I can have them to unload the trailer. <laughs> I think I would I think I would have them unload the trailer, bruh. Uh that's what well, I think. You don't, you don't have to pay a lumber fee anymore. Huh? You don't have to pay a lumber fee no more if you do that. Exactly. Exactly, man. All right. Well, we got a few people up in the building. We about to go ahead and start the show. What's going on, guys? Lockout Men back again with another video for that ass. I am your humble host, Lockout Men, and this is the Lockout Men podcast show for Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. So if you guys is out, if y'all made it home, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. If you guys are over the road and still driving, please stay safe. And hopefully one, at least one of these so-called restaurants out here would give you guys some type of service without the bullshit. So it's, I, I, I just hope, 
You know what I'm saying? Last year, last well, last years we had places like uh, Iron Skillet. You know, hooking us up. We had places like uh, Country Kitchen hooking us up. But this year, this year, everything is pretty much closed. And yeah, yeah. So, but uh, hopefully, you guys have a good Thanksgiving. And uh, definitely stay safe. If you like content like this and more, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share. Hit that bell and that all button. And make sure you hit the like button when you come up in the building. Even if you come up in here and you don't like what's going on or the conversation or the topic or whatever, just hit that button just to let YouTube know that you guys rock with me. Well, tonight's special guest, man, comes from... uh, I, I I think uh, we've been trying to get at each other for a hot minute, man. You uh, sent out you you sent out the call. You was like, "Yo, I want to come in. I want to talk about my experience." I'm like, "All right." We went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and now he is finally here. Welcome to the show, Trucker John. Wrong button. There we go. What's going on, big man? Hey, what's going on? How's everyone doing today? All right, all right. All right, so we got in the uh, LOM community, we got uh, C1 Specialized. What's going on, bro? Everybody else is still filing up in here. So if you guys want to say something, y'all feel free to say something. If y'all have any questions, feel free to ask. Yo, Trucker John, man, where are you at in the part of the world right now? Uh, Right now, I'm sitting in the back of a truck going down a highway uh, in Oregon. Oregon, is that is that your first time there? Is that your first time there, or you or you been there a few times? This is probably my third or fourth time since I've been on the truck. Okay, okay. Oregon, ain't that one of them cold? Ain't, ain't that one of them cold chain states up there? It, it's. It, I just got done driving through the snow. Yeah, it's 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 coming down up here right now. Are you serious? It's got. What's yeah. what's the weather? Say again. What's the weather? Oh man, it's it was snowing. It's snowing pretty bad right now. What's I mean? What's what's the degrees out there? Uh, it was thirty-two last time I checked. <sighs> man, so you say you drove up there plenty of times. So you're a new jack in the game. So is that pretty much helping you your experience getting getting that uh? Getting that snow drive, getting that uh winter that winter type drive. Have you chained up yet? No, I have not chained up yet. All right. So what's what's the experience for you, you know, doing that type of drive? Let let them know. Yeah, one of the main reasons I started this time of year in my training is I wanted to make sure I had a a good trainer with me while I drove through through winter a winter storm. And this is my second winter storm I've been driving through since I've started. Uh, so yeah, mission accomplished there. I, I really feel sorry for everyone who has to go through training in the summertime and then they hit winter and they don't know what to do. I didn't want to be in that situation. Exactly. I had my, I had my training in the winter time. So I was very night and winter. That's I was very thankful to get, to get that experience so now i knew exactly what to do and you know how to you know if my truck start to slip or 
you know, how how to keep a little bit further back, keep your distance open while, you know, driving in uh, traffic and, you know, this is it's it's crazy. It's crazy learning how to drive in the wintertime versus how to drive in the summertime, because the people that drive in the summertime, they, you know, they driving on dry land, they driving on sunny days, you know, and then all of a sudden they, they, they get in the wintertime where it gets dark early and that road start to be a little bit tumultuous. They don't know what to do because they wasn't never taught at that time what to do. So what kind of tips can you, what kind of tips can you give, uh, New Jacks that's that's coming in that that's did summer driving that's now transitioning into uh, winter driving. I would say first of all, it's not as scary as it seems. You know, I was a little intimidated going into my first winter storm. Um, you, know, you just you see you see it on YouTube all the time. You see on Facebook all these trucks flipped over and spun out and jackknifed, and so that was my fear. That's what I thought. You know, I thought that was what I was going to experience out here. And man, you know, as, you know, if, as long as you go slow, keep your following distance, and don't do anything stupid, you're not going to wind up being one of those drivers. That's what's up. That's what's up, Trucker John. Let's hear your backstory, man. Where where you came from and where you grew up at? Yeah, so I originally from Southern California. I grew up in Long Beach. Okay. And uh, I've been in the uh, I've been living near San Francisco for the last uh, almost, gosh, almost twenty plus years now. So that's that's where I've been. That's where I started my family is in San Francisco area. <laughs> okay, okay, Long Beach. Okay, that's what's up. So you down in a in a in a in in the sun like every every day. Every day is a good day, man. What what made you uh what what you was doing all that time while you was down there? Well, I mean, I was down there pretty much in my younger younger years, all the way through high school. Um. And then once I got married and started my career, that's when I wound up in uh, Northern California. All right, all right. So what you was doing before before you got into trucking? So I did a few things. Um, you know, I did I did a lot of uh, corporate security. Uh, but be- right before I got into trucking, uh, I was a motor coach operator, so I drove I drove a tour bus. Okay. Okay. Now you talk about driving the tour bus for like celebrities or something like that. Uh, sometimes, yes. Uh, I mean, the company I work for is is a quite large uh, company up in Northern California. So we we did everything from um, Google shuttle buses to casino runs to uh, school field trips. Um, as far as celebrities, yeah, I mean, we, we did do the, the NFL, we had an account, so we would, we would do a lot of football games. We, uh, whenever a football team lands, we would pick them up at the airport, take them to the hotels, play a game, that kind of stuff. All right. So tell us, I, I know you, I, I know you got a, I know you got an NFL story for us, man. What, what, what you got? What you, what you got? Oh man, you, you were breaking out real bad there. Say that again. I said, I know. I said, I know you got an NFL story for us, man, on the tour bus. What you, what you got? <laughs> well, y- you know, I. Uh oh, oh, his internet just crapped out. All right, so while we're waiting for uh, Trucker John to come back in, 
Uh, let me go and acknowledge some of you guys that just popped up in here. C1 Specialized, what's going on? Teddy the Trucker, what's going on? Mac Millie, what's going on? Uh, Trucker John, there you go. He just popped back in here. There you go. You can stop up there for a minute. Driving through the hills here in uh, Oregon, so I don't have a great signal. <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up all right so you was uh before you rudely got disconnected you was about to tell us about an nfl story man what's what's up about that tour bus man yeah you know it, and sorry to disappoint but man i i'm not a sports guy i don't follow sports at all so all these famous athletes got on the bus man i really don't know who really anyone is uh <laughs> uh but what, what i can say is you know they're all really pretty cool usually the team will give you a hat um, when you're driving the bus. Uh, and I would say the coolest thing about it is you get the police escort pretty much wherever you go. So that's always fun to do. Oh, okay, okay. So you don't have to worry about being stopped at no stoplights and stuff like that. You got the full straight through, huh? All the way. Yeah, you get in the busy barrier traffic. Yeah, they just take it down, you know, different ways where you don't get stuck. So it's pretty cool. So from the airport to the stadium, straight through, huh? Yeah, to the, and to the hotels, yeah. Oh, man, let me ask you this, man. Do you know, being that you guys do a, that, well, that you did, that you did a lot of NFL uh, 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 pickups, were you able to get into the stadium for free? I mean, was you able to go to the game? Um, no. The, the only time that they ever let anybody, any one of us go into the game, and I just happened not to be there at that time, was um, – and one of the Super Bowl games when they were when they held the Super Bowl at the 49ers Stadium, they were able to go in. Uh, they were able to go in, but I wasn't there for that one, unfortunately. Damn it, man! You, you yeah, usually they make us. They usually make us wait with the bus. Okay, okay. Now, being uh, being a tour bus driver, uh, that's that's a Class B, right? Yeah, it's based basically a uh, Class B with the air brakes. So right. I wanted to upgrade to a class A. Basically, I had to do combinations and my tinker endorsement. That was it. All right. So you, you got your, you know, driving the tour bus, you had to have your passengers endorsement too, right? That is correct. Yeah. And it, and it did transfer over to my class A. So I, I'm one of the rare guys that has a, uh, a passenger endorsement on my, on my class A. All right. So when you went to, when you went to school, did you, did you want it to, do class A or you just said let me go ahead and do class B and and work and work my way up from there? Yeah, you know, when, when, I, when I got out of um, doing corporate security I uh, I didn't know what I was going to do I just knew it wasn't going to be that anymore and at first I thought, well let me be a school bus driver, I think that would be, that'd be an interesting job and you know, you get to be off on the weekends and off in the summertime um, and through my uh, through my research, I found out the motor coach uh, drivers they made a little bit more money. They got a little bit more perks, and it seemed like a, a pretty fun job. So that's why I jumped into that. All right, all right. So you mentioned you you mentioned corporate security. Uh, let me see. I see here. All right. So you don't want to go into too you don't want to go into too much details about that, but. You was you was in you was in security for five years for places like uh, Cedar Fair, Disney, and uh, stuff like that. What if you can uh, speak on what what do that entails? Like, 
Yeah, so so I did come from a law enforcement style background. Um, so basically going into a corporate security function, I was basically a company investigator. Uh, so I would have a lot of um, fraud claims and uh, all kinds of different criminal complaints against the companies, uh, employee theft, things like that. I, I'd be the guy that would go in there and do a full investigation. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, five years in uh, five years in the game with uh, corporate security. Uh, why did you decide to? Why did you decide to step out of it? Uh, mainly because I relocated away from the Bay Area out into the uh, Central Valley, uh, like out into the Modesto area. And it is just too difficult to commute to the Bay Area. So I started looking for different career opportunities. Plus, I was getting burned out dealing with that type of work. Okay. So that's how I found my bus driving gig. And, man, I, I really love that job. It was, it, was a, it was a great job. How how long how long you was in uh bus driving before you uh transitioned into uh semi? So I was there for two years and the only reason why I had to start looking to transition was because of COVID. It basically shut down the motor coach industry. Yeah, just just like almost any other industry, everything shut down. You got the motor coach industry got must have got hit hard after after COVID. Yeah, I, I still talk to a lot of my, my former coworkers, even even my boss, my fleet manager, he still you know, he still calls me every now and then to see how I'm doing and they're and they're still hurting. They're still trying to recover right now. It's not back yet. Do you so COVID hit since COVID season hit hit you guys that hard and it forced you into a into a totally different profession. Do you ever think that we're going to ever come up out of this COVID, though, for real? Man, I really hope so. I was kind of hoping by this time already we had some answers. You know, they had talked about vaccines and getting everything back to normal. And it, it seemed to slowly get normal. You know, my kids went back to school. They started opening up the movie theaters again. Things started to slowly move. But I think maybe we we were premature on that. And it is, you know, kicking back up again and at that rate, I don't think anything's going to open for a while. What's what's your what's what's your stance on uh, on on this mandate now? The you know we gotta we gotta wear masks. Uh, it, it looks like we're gonna have to be wearing masks for for quite some time now. What, what's your stance on that? Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with the concept. We need to protect ourselves. But what I find silly is I can't walk into a restaurant without my mask on or I get yelled at. But once I sit down, I can take my mask off to eat my food around everyone else. You know, something, things like that just kind of seem silly. And I don't, I don't think that's going in the right direction. Kind of, it's, it's kind of scratched my head because I, I, I put a, I put a picture up on my, on my Instagram and um, let me see if I can, if I can bring it up. Let me hold on right quick. Let me see if I can bring it up because it, it it was it was funny to me that I go in to this place in, into Denny's and it's a big ass sign that says uh, please wear here it is it's a big ass sign that says please wear your mask right here it says wear a mask but these two right here 
<laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm scratching my head on that. Like Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and that's another thing. You go in there and they're so strict about it. I, even some of the receivers and shippers we go to, they're very strict about it. But then the employees themselves are they're telling you to wear a mask while they don't have a mask on. It's like, and, well, what's, what's the point? And they're not wearing it right either. Like they yeah. supposed to be like over, like over your nose. And I, I, I get it. You know, I wear glasses. So, you know, it falls yeah. up my, you know, falls up my glasses, but still you're supposed to wear it over your nose. I got people that coming over here that wearing it like this up under their nose. And I'm like, Bro, yeah, what the yeah. <laughs> and then and then I see them wear like what what do you call these face shields? I'm I'm right. looking, I'm looking at that too. Like, what are you protecting? What's it doing? Yeah, you know. It, it's, so yeah, that's why that's why I think it's silly. But I, I I get the concept and I agree with the protection part of it. I just don't think it's doing anything. So the Bay Area, man, what was life like? You that, That's where you was born and raised? Uh, well, I was born and raised in Southern California. I was raised in Long Beach. Uh, but for yeah, the last 20 years in the Bay Area, I mean, it, you know, in the last year since COVID happened, we were out in, in the Valley, but everything was shut down. I mean, it was like a ghost town. You could, I went to San Francisco right when COVID started picking up. So I catch a flight somewhere. Like one of the last few flights that were still running, and it was like a ghost town. Nobody was around. It was weird. Wow. So, what was life? What what, what was life like for a young trucker John coming up, uh, coming up in the Bay Area? All that sun, all that beach, all that beautiful, <laughs> beautiful bodies down there. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had some fun mem- uh, fun memories of being down at the beach. They have beautiful beaches down on Long Beach. San Francisco is a little bit. Year round is cold. You really can't go to the beach and enjoy it like Southern California. It's not the same thing, but uh, but it's, it's still beautiful and it's fun to go check it out. JJ Hammer says you're from the Bay Area, so it's going to either be the Niners or the Raiders. Which <laughs> we, we actually never dealt with the Niners uh, when it comes to busing because they, they're they're local. They don't need a ride. Uh, the Raiders, we we would take to their. Um, to their uh, practice. They have a, a camp up in Napa. We, t- we take them up there to go practice. All right. So that's what's up, man. JJ, I'm going to if I'm a fan of either one. No, like I said before, I'm not, I'm not a sports guy, so I can't say I have a favorite. All right. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So coming up out of coming up out of the bus uh, bus industry, uh, what, what made you decide to be a trucker? Like, what made you to go into trucking? It's a great question. You know, um, the, I, I have truckers in my family, you know, extended family, not immediate family, except for my sister. My sister started with CR England back in the 90s. Yeah. So she, she, yeah, she drove with them for, gosh, I want to say a good four or five years before she found a local job. She's been doing it ever since. You know, she, she's, been, she's been a truck driver since the 90s. So I've always had exposure to the industry through her. Um, but the reason why I chose it was basically because I needed something after experiencing what happened with COVID and, and losing my job. I've never been unemployed before. I've never had to apply for unemployment. And it was a very um, eye opening experience. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted that to happen again. So I needed to choose a profession that I knew that wouldn't happen to. So I needed to find an essential position that I could jump into 
that didn't require four years of school or or some crazy, you know, six week academy or something. And truck driver just kind of fit that bill, and it sounded like a fun, interesting job, so I went for it. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. JJ Hammer says he's from San he's from San Jose, California. So that's what's oh, up, that's, man. That's what's up. up. I guess I got some California people up in this piece, man. That's what's up. Um, so when you trans, so when you was transitioning, did you uh, did you go back to school to get your class A, or did you jump with a company to get your class to to get upgraded to your class A? Yeah, I I researched a few different ways, and I. I think the easiest way would have just to go pay for my own schooling at like a local truck driving school and do that. But finding a job after doing that, I found to be a little bit more difficult from what I've researched. A lot of these really good companies you want to work for, they require two years of experience. And a lot of that experience is over the road experience. So that's why I decided to go with a a major carrier to do my training. Okay. Now, let me, they, they didn't consider the fact that you was driving, you know, you, you had the class B for two years, right? Right. So they didn't consider that as experience? Uh, no, not really. Um, the California DMV, they did. You know, they, they were very, uh, they were very forgiving when it came to all of my testing. Like I said, when I went to apply for my class, say I basically, uh oh, he 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 got cut out again. He he got cut out again. Oh man, hold on right quick. I got something for you. Hold on. Hold on. You you broke up there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you kind of broke up there for a minute there. <laughs> All right, what what you were saying now? You you were frozen for maybe like two seconds. Okay, so I was saying uh uh, the California DMV, they, they basically had me uh, take my combinations and my tanker endorsement. I didn't have to take anything else uh, to get my class A. Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's but up. As as, but as far as the, the trucking companies, uh, and I'm with Prime Inc., you know, the, the, they, they still want me to go through their whole training process because I don't have experience driving a truck. All right. So what's the so what's the hardest part? You know, you just mentioned Prime. So what's the hardest part of the trucking school part of of Prime doing that doing the school part? Yeah, you know, for me, I, I I had a really good advantage coming from the bus industry because you know I, I dealt with the large vehicles. The air brake system is are the same. The pre trips are pretty much everything is pretty much the same. It's just driving the the, the tractor and trailer that I that. You know, that didn't intimidate me. That was no problem. I say the most difficult part was um, just being away from family. You know, I've never been away from my family for such a long time. And even to this point, you know, that's still the hardest thing that I've had to deal with so far. All right. So coming into prime, you uh, you 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 went through their training school. How many now you came in uh, now you must have came in during COVID time or. How long have you been driving? Maybe I'm maybe I'm premature saying what I'm saying. So let me ask you this: How long you been with Prime? Uh, I started training in September. This this so, past September, just under three months. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So, you, so, now, so I guess now I can say what I was about to say then. So you came in during COVID season with Prime. Correct. Yes, correct. All right. So how many people did they how many people did they have and how many people that made it through? Uh, our class started with 14, which was a bigger number than I that I you know I was expecting a very small number because of COVID nineteen. Um, but yeah, we had 14 in the class, and I think I think all uh, ten, about 10. I didn't say 10 people made it through. I think a few of them dropped out. I think one mm-hmm. failed the, the drug test, and another one just just quit. Everyone else made it through. I let's let's go back to that man. I I don't get it. I don't get it. How is it? How is it that these guys that goes all the way out to these companies only to get knocked back from the damn drug test? Like, don't I I don't I I don't know what they I don't know what they were, man. So, oh, you're breaking, you, you're breaking up a little bit, uh, John. There you go. There you go. You just came you back. Yeah, just got you came back. So with All Prime, right. they had me do a drug test before I came out. So it shouldn't have been an issue. So that's the date. I think they surprised drug test this guy. So he did something after his drug test, you know. So yeah, that was really stupid. I, I don't get it. I mean, you already know that when when you go out to these places, it's already bad enough. Like if you if you taking a long ass bus ride from point A all the way out to Springfield, man, would wouldn't you know that you want to be at least clean when you have a drug test going, so you won't have to take that long ass bus ride back? That's right. Yeah, that's some people just don't have common sense, man. Speaking of bus rides, how did they get you out there? Well, they gave me the option of taking the bus or flying, but then I'd have to quarantine for five days. So they said if I rent a car, then I I can start right away and I don't have to quarantine. So I just rented a car. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So right now, if they get you there by bus or plane, you will have to quarantine for five days? Yeah, you have to quarantine. I believe it's actually, actually it's a week now. You have to quarantine, and while you're in your hotel room on quarantine, that's where you basically do all of your computer-based training, all of the online training stuff, you know. And then once you pass your quarantine, you take a COVID test. And as long as you're negative, then you can actually start your orientation class and start training. That's why a lot. That's why a lot of people rent a car because they don't want to take all that time. So is this now? Is this now as a staple with Prime now? Um, I I I don't want to say yes or no to that. That's just what they did with me. That was, and I, I know others that did the same thing. Um, but I've also talked to a few people um, with Prime that they still flew out and they they did the quarantine. I don't know if that was their choice or if Prime made them do that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm 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 not about to bust. Now I will I, I will fly. I will do that, but I'm not about to bust and I will drive. So they they reimburse you 
your 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 rental car and your you know your fuel and all like that. Yeah, they they gave me a certain dollar amount to play with, and it was more than enough to get out there with fuel and everything. Okay, okay. So now you, so now you're. What what are you in now? The what is it? The PSP or the TNT What what is it? Now? I, I am. I'm a, yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little halfway through my TNT phase right now. All right, so TNT phase is trainer, trainer and trainee, right? Correct. Yes. So basically, we're running teams on our truck. Uh, you know, I, I drive my shift. He drives his shifts. We just take turns like a normal. Uh, you froze up again. Okay. We do. There you go. You you, you coming back? Are are is are you moving? You must be moving. Oh, he's still frozen. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Until I reach uh, fifty thousand miles. All right. You, there we you, go. <laughs> you 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 still you, your video still frozen. There you go. <laughs> All right, you okay. you you froze so, up for you you froze up for about ten seconds there. So you were saying about uh your fifty thousand miles. What you were saying about that now? Yeah, so so basically we we just we just run as a team, uh, and I have to do that until I reach my fifty thousand miles. And once I reach that milestone, I can upgrade and I'll go into my own truck as a solo driver. All right, all right. So, fifty thousand miles. I I really think that is just entirely too long. So tell tell us about tell tell us about how how it's going so far for you. You know, it's funny you say that because when I when I first started researching Prime, they're one of the few companies that make you go that far, fifty thousand miles, and. The entire time I was thinking to myself, that's too long, man. That's going to drag. That's more than three months. All right. We probably might have to do the call in. <laughs> so I'm about 30,000. It's just. Yeah. So I, I, th I think it's just enough. I don't think it was too much. I think for most people, 50,000 miles is good. <laughs> yeah, you keep break. Yeah, every, every uh, people's commenting in the comments saying, "I don't know what Resto says." He says, "Uh, he he was blowing the candles." Don't know what that means, but <laughs> yeah, your the uh, your internet is keep going in and out on us, man. Uh, are is 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 they okay? <laughs> Uh, there you go. You just you just pop back. Is 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 your trainer driving now? Are y'all driving or you or y'all sitting? Yeah, no, we're we're on the road. We're driving right now. Okay, so that's why that that's why it keeps going in and out. Then, yeah, that, and that's why I'm bouncing around. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, so, we're, we're running hard, man. We we don't stop. We we keep going. I got you. I got you, man. So so doing so doing the TNT so doing the TNT phase, you guys have you guys got like a like did you guys make a plan like get a oh see there you go. 
I might have to bring him on the phone. So hold on, y'all. Hold on. Give me a second. Did he have cricket wireless? <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can uh hold on. Let me see if I can get him on the phone right quick. And we'll probably continue uh continue this interview via phone. Let me see. Hello. All right. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking we probably might need to continue it through uh, via phone. Okay. Yeah, because by by the way you keep uh by the way you keep bou- uh bouncing uh bouncing through your connection and all like that, it keeps uh keeps knocking you out and all like that. So is it is all yeah, is is it all right though? Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Sorry about that. All right. No. 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 You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, it's just that the people won't be able to see you no more. <laughs> All right, so uh, so JJ uh, JJ Hammerdown says you must be running through the Northwest Mountains. Yeah, yeah, we're we're heading um, we're in Oregon, heading down towards Utah right now. We're actually on our way to Salt Lake City at the moment. Okay, 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 that's what's up. So being that you being that you're teaming uh, right now. Is there some type of is, is was there some type of uh I, I don't know some you know like I, I heard horror stories of people not getting along with their trainers because their trainers like are assholes and all like that. The trainer that you with, uh not an asshole, strict, what 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 kind of camaraderie, camaraderie you guys got going on right now? You know, that's a great question. And, and that was my number one fear coming into this. Uh, I wasn't, you know, back in the truck. I wasn't driving the truck or driving through the snow. My greatest fear was being stuck in a box with somebody for three months and not getting along with them and just going through hell. That was my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, um, I was, I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed. And I'm so thankful that I get along with my trainer. My trainer is amazing. He's a great mentor. Um, he's an owner operator, so he's got so much knowledge and on the business side of it, and I couldn't be happier with it. So after, so after you finish your TNT and you go and tra- uh, trade uh, test out, are you gonna are you gonna do what everybody else did at Prime and jump into the lease, or are you gonna go company driver, or are you trying to figure it out? Uh, you know, the, the least, the least program does seem very interesting. Um, unfortunately coming from California, uh, crime does not hire lease drivers out of the, out of the state of California. So even if I wanted to go lease, they would not allow me to. Wait, why? Uh, there's, there's some sort of law, uh, is California and I believe New Jersey, and I, I can't quote the specific law, but there's a law saying that we can't be considered independent contractors uh, with crime. All right. Jeff uh, Jeff says, I don't understand why you got to get a tanker license to haul water when everywhere else you haul water, you don't have to you don't have to have it. 
Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, there you go. Go, 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 go yeah, ahead, John. Yeah, so basically, I, you know, and I thought the same thing. Why the heck am I getting a, a tanker endorsement? I'm never going to drive a tank truck. Even though we have a tanker division, it's such a small division, I would never drive for that division. Um, somebody told me that there, there was a new law that went out that it doesn't have to be a tanker. If the vehicle holds a certain amount of liquid, even though it's in the cargo area in the, tra- in the trailer, you have to have a tanker endorsement because of the surge. That's, you know what, that's when I, when I worked for my, uh, my past company, um, they asked me if I had my tankers endorsements and I was like, yeah, but I'm over here sitting like, but I'm running drive in. Why, why do I need my tankers? I mean, I, I got my tankers, but why do I need my tankers in this particular instance? Because of the liquid that's, that we're hauling in the in in the drive-in we had to have our tankers for it right so it, it depends on i think it's either the weight or the amount of gallons i forget which one it is once it gets over a certain number whether it's the weight of the gallons and they require you to be tanker endorsed all right all right so what are some of the challenges that you're that you're facing right now i mean what's what's some what's some of the issues that you think that you still might need some work at yeah, you know, I, I don't want to sound cocky, but I, I really feel like I've got this thing down. I'm, I, even my trainer says I'm a natural. He's very impressed with me. So with that said, I would say the biggest challenge I have um, is building up my endurance, if that makes sense. You know, I drive, it's normal to drive three, four, or five hours straight, but when you have to drive up to 11 hours in a day, you know, that's different. That's a whole new ballgame. And, it, and it's taken me a while to build up to being able to drive such long distance. That's my biggest challenge right now. Okay, okay. Now, as far as now, as far as far your trainer being an owner-operator, how did, did he say how long he was in the game for? Yeah, he's been doing this for 15 years, and he's been with Prime for eight years as okay. an owner-operator. So okay. he, he knows the least program as well. Okay, so let me now let me ask you this. Is he owner operator? Is his own truck that you're in right now? Or is is it a prime truck that, that you're in right now? So kind of both. So Prime has two different leasing programs. They have one that's a walkaway lease, you sign a lease and you lease a truck, just like you know, pretty much any other company. Mm-hmm. Other companies may have the second lease. Also what they, they do is you put a down payment on a truck, which I believe is $14,000, then you run that truck like a lease truck for four years, three or four years, and then you get the title to the truck. So it'll be your truck after the lease. Okay, okay. So Trucker John, man, yeah. we, 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 we got to talk about this name, man. Every why, why is it that everybody that's getting the truck and has to have trucking, trucker, truck something truck this truck that why why trucker john man what what's <laughs> what's the day you know I, I i have noticed that also and you know it, it all comes down to youtube that's what it came down to for me when i started my my youtube channel i i started it off as a bus driving channel i wanted to showcase the motor coach industry and i i literally filmed four videos for my channel when the industry got shut down from COVID. So my channel got scrapped. So when I got into trucking, I was like, well, let me just continue that same concept, but in 
into trucking, into the trucking industry and show that side of the world. And so I was like, man, I got, I got to come up with a good name. I had to change my, my YouTube name. And I was like, well, I'm a trucker. I'm going to be a trucker. My name's John. So I just went simple, Trucker John. Not realizing that there's like 20 other Trucker Johns on YouTube. And if I'm trying to make a name for myself, I need to, you know, I need to stand out a little. Um, but it's not too late at that point. I, you know, I have almost 500 followers. I, I just no way I can change my name now. <laughs> well, you know what, man? I, you know, I, you got to be you, when it comes to YouTube, and I'm I'm about to bring I'm about to bring up uh, his channel since he uh, mentioned it. So make sure you guys go and subscribe to him, which I'm about to do right now, and hit that all button. I hit that for you. It's it is a lot of trucker. Whoever name is on YouTube, man. So I, I, I would, I would, I would probably suggest, if anything, is that you know come up with a, and don't take this the wrong way. Just come up with a different type, unique name. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, you, you got, you got, you got. You got Trucker Brown, you got Trucker Jim, you got <laughs> Trucker Jan, you got Trucker this and Trucker that and Trucker. And when somebody go and type in the word trucker, like, hold on, hold on, like, you you type in, uh, I got Trucker Josh, Trucker Brown, Trucker Jukebox, <laughs> Trucker Life, Trucker Name J, uh, Trucker Horror Stories. You see what I'm saying? So... You know, when when people trying to look for you on the algorithm, it's going to be hard for them to actually find you. Because like you said, when you type in Trucker John, hold on, Trucker John, and, you know, on here, you'll, you'll pop up, you know, you'll pop up first. But then you got Trucker John show. You got another Trucker John right here. Um then there's you, then there's you, then there's you, and th oh, there's there's the one that we live right now. There you go. But uh, but yeah, but you know, but when when you you know, if you want to if you want to stand out, you know, on YouTube, you know, you probably you know, like when you get a little bit more subscribers, like maybe a thousand or something like that, uh, right? You know, you probably and don't use Prime, don't. Trucker John Prime, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can use no, you can you can use Prime in your in your you know to get. Here's a tip: you can use Prime in your uh in your titles, and you will you will get a little bit more views when you use Prime in the titles. Now I don't know how Prime feel. I don't know how Prime feel about. You know, you having the truck, uh, truck or trailer in the, you know, in the thumbnail or in the video, but, uh, but if you put it in the title, they shouldn't have nothing to say because this is your, you know, this is your channel. And speaking of your channel, did Prime, do Prime have the book of YouTube, bruh? Say that again. Do Prime have the book of YouTube? Meaning, let, <laughs> let me let me uh, explain what I mean by that. So when you came into Prime, did they did they in an orientation did they mention anything to you about YouTube? Uh, 
I got you. No, um, there was nothing specific to YouTube. I'm not sure if they know how big their name is in the YouTube game. Um, I would say the closest thing they have to it is they just don't want us sharing um, information about sensitive loads that we carry uh, through social media. But other than that, they haven't said anything about us. They, they don't police YouTube from what I understand. Trust me, they 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 do police it. They they got somebody, they they got somebody there, uh, that uh that goes through their you know they they type in Prime and they got somebody that go that sips through all the people that that use Prime or talk about Prime or their their drivers. And with, and with that said, you know, with, with that said, like I you know, I I'm definitely trying to keep as positive as I can with my channel. I'm showing, I want to show the very positive side of the trucking industry. There's a lot of YouTubers out there and I watch them. Um, they're, they show the bad side. They show the negative side. They, they feed off the drama part of it for their channel. Mm-hmm. And I want to be the opposite of that. So I think as long as I'm being nice and I'm being positive, and I'm showing things in a positive light. I really don't see what harm I would be doing for them. All right. So, you said you, you go go back a little bit because you did say you started your channel as as a busing channel. So what what did you want the people to know about busing at the time when you started the channel? Yeah, it's one of the you know the different the different things that bus drivers do. You know, you always see the bus drive the bus the charter bus is driving down the road, and that's all you know about it. I wanted to show the ins and outs of it, the different places we go. The, the different beautiful sceneries we see, the different clientele that we, we dealt with. I just wanted to show the entire the entire part of that industry. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. And then and then then and then when you got into trucking, what what do you want people to get out of it now? Uh basically the same thing. I mean it's the same concept. I want them to see, you know, what it's like to be an actual driver you know right now obviously i'm focused on being a rookie driver focused on training i'm focusing a little bit on prime but once i'm out on my own and i'm not in training anymore i, I do plan to switch up my content just a little bit um i i am going to try and get away from saying that i work for prime i'm going to go more into just like, what do i do as a truck driver on a every basis okay okay that's what's up that's what's up man that's what's up. I gotta give you a gotta hold on right quick. I was gonna give it to you, but I don't have I don't have it set up. There you go. <laughs> give you a round of applause for that. Uh that you wanna that you wanna break away from uh break away from saying anything prime related. Um hold on right quick. Let me bring that back and bring this back up. All right, so as far as 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 far as YouTube goes, what do you what do you think what do you think the hardest thing has been for you since you started your YouTube channel? Well, in the beginning, I would say it was just finding the time to actually do it while doing training at the same time. Um, now I just you know once I figured out how to how to manage my time with it, I would say just making sure I get decent content recorded. Uh, getting the editing process done in a timely fashion and trying to get something out at least once a week. That's been the biggest challenge. Because as you know, editing a video, even though it's a 30 or 40 minute video, it can take more than eight hours 
of, of time on a computer to, to put something together. And it's not even that great looking, you know? So if you really put something quality together, it could take a long time. Yes. Don't I know? <laughs> I come from an editing background. It, it, it just, it, you know, to, to put out uh, a nice 20-minute video or a 30-minute video literally takes all day. And then when you upload it and and publish it and you go, let's say you 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 let it go for like a week and you come back the following week to check the analytics and only see that a handful of people watch it, you get you you feel some kind of way about that. You know, it's yeah, it's kind of it, hard. It's yeah, kinda, for me, you know, for, for me, you know, I, I I definitely did this more to I started to do this more just to kind of show my family um, what I do for a living, and it just kind of blossomed into more of a now a little bit of a following. Um, but the hardest thing for me is, yeah, you're right. You put all that time and energy into it, and there's really nothing wrong with it. But I'll, I'll post a 20 minute video, and two minutes into me posting it, I get like three thumbs down. <laughs> I don't know why I get a thumbs down and you didn't watch the video yet. And if you don't like my video, just unsubscribe. Why are you even, why are you even on my channel? Exactly. And it and it kind of works. It it kind of works your emotions. Like you you really would you really would feel some kind of way. You you'll get you you'll get like like burned from it. Like why am I doing this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why why only ten why only ten people watching? Why why I'm getting a lot of thumbs down for it? And it's like yeah. you know I'm not gonna lie, it does it does it does hurt my little feelings. But at the same time when I'm when I'm looking at those three, four, five thumbs down and I look over and there's like a hundred plus thumbs up. So I try to focus more on that positive side of it. And I had to say, yeah, forget those three. You can't make everybody happy, so forget those three people that didn't like it. Yeah, but I, I look at it this way. I, I take it as a champ, you know, because even the people that dislike the video, that still works for the YouTube analytics or the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? I'm still okay. saying fuck YouTube, but still, I am here. <laughs> and until they come up with another platform, I guess we're going to all be here on YouTube, man. Resto says, uh, he says, okay, now I got to go. I got to, I got to, I'm going to change my, uh, he said, I'm going to change mine because mine says trucker too. And then he comes back a couple of, he comes back, <laughs> he comes back a couple of comments later and says, the Puerto Rican driver resto. <laughs> I changed it. <laughs> That's what's up, resto. That's what's up. That's my yeah, guy, man. Yeah, the, the Puerto Rican driver resto. Just remember, you can only change your name so many times. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Hey, Trucker John, since you've been in, since you've been driving uh, for this little bit of time, though, what makes trucking different from all the other jobs that you had? Um, well, even though I am still with the trainer, you know, I'm, and I've been in management positions before, this is, man, you know, you're by yourself. You're, you don't have someone watching over your, your back, make sure you're doing everything right. 
and I love that. I love just doing something on my own. I, I know I'm doing it right. I don't have to worry about anybody. I take a little bit more pride in my work because of that. And man, I have the best view in the house. I just see a beautiful country, see all these different places. I've been across this country like four or five times now. And I've seen so much in a in short amount of time. That's just amazing. All right. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Trucker John, everybody. <laughs> Trucker John, man. What what do you want people to know? What what do you want people to know about? I, I know you said you don't want you you wanna, you know, you wanna kind of like focus away from prime, but what do you want people to know about prime? Oh, yo, hold on. I don't think we lost them. We, I think we, hold on. I think we lost them. Oh, damn it, man. Would you say that, uh, some, somebody said that, uh, that, uh, that cricket wireless. <laughs> They must be they 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 must be deep. They must be deep in the mountains now. I don't think he got any. Oh wait, hold on. Uh oh, hold on, right quick. Oh hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, that's coming in from my other phone. Hold on. I don't even know where my other phone is at. God damn it, man. Hold on. We're going to try that again. All right. Give me a minute. I got to go and get my other phone. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, we okay, we back. All right, good. All right, all right. Yeah, you you. <laughs> I have my other phone on, uh, on the other side. All right, we're back, everybody. We're back. We're back. Uh, JJ Hammerdown. <laughs> he says, "I'm telling you, man, those mountains is no joke." I can imagine. No. <laughs> I can imagine. We we can tell right now that the uh that that the connect we the internet connection damn show wasn't working with us and now it's messing with the telephone. Um 
T-Mobile, Verizon, T-Mobile, Verizon, or I dare to say AT&T, but but between the three, I mean, I'm going to be biased. I I got T-Mobile, so I'm going to be biased towards T-Mobile, but I... Didn't T-Mobile bite you? Yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm kind of tripping about that because... You're yeah. not you're not getting that good connection, but I would probably say for the mountains, for the mountains, be on the, the be on for real for real. I would say fuck with Verizon. No, I, I say okay. I say mess with Verizon because Verizon customer service sucks, but their service is good, especially especially okay. in the mountains. I mean, if you guys in the in the, in the chat. Agree with me, hashtag Verizon. If if y'all agree with me about the the mountains, if not, if y'all bias about T-Mobile, rock with me with T-Mobile because that's what I got, and I haven't I haven't had no issues. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people say that they you know they don't like T-Mobile because they get drop signals and all like that. Me, I, in all honesty, I. I I haven't had no no issues. I mean, I pay extra for you know for my continuous internet, but as far as as far as signal goes, I I'm I'm pretty good. You know, Father D says, uh, Father D says you need Verizon while traveling the Northwest. So, okay. uh, Melissa, she says hashtag Verizon. And she came back. She came back, and she says it works in the middle of the ocean. She said it works in the middle of the ocean. I feel it. Well, then it should work in the mountain. Uh, you know, right? <laughs> so, you know, maybe, uh, you know, when you get a chance or something like that, you know, I mean. I, you know, as far as the mountains and everything like that, I, I will probably say Verizon, but for anywhere else, in my opinion, I mess with T-Mobile. Uh, Trucker John, man, what, so far, you know, you, you still getting your feet wet uh, with trucking. So I guess, uh, I guess I, I will round this question up to all of your all all the jobs that you had in individual industries. So what okay. what have you learned so far in the trucking industry? What have you learned in your two years in the bus industry? And what have you learned in the five years of being corporate security? Um well, you know, it's not gonna be a nice answer. But um, because I work in security in the corporate world and I dealt with a lot of customers in the bus world, coming into the trucking industry, you really don't deal with customers. I'm going to have to say that 
I didn't like dealing with people. Now that I look back on it, I, I didn't like the customer service aspect of what I did. I was good at it, but looking back on it, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy just doing my own thing and I had to worry about customer service and, you know, the only people I really have to worry about are these keepers and shippers. And that's a very short conversation mostly. So, you know, I kind of like that. Okay. That's what's up, man. Any, any future plans with, uh, with, uh, with trucking, you, you, you going to stay with, what's, what's the end game? If any, you know, um, I still have a lot to learn to, you know, be, be prominent. Say I'm going to be a lease driver or I'm going to op or, you know, I'm going to be doing this right now. I have so much to learn still in this industry. Um, but it's hard to say what the outcome is going to be. What I would like though is, um, what I should say is what I do like so far is so many opportunities and doors have opened just by having a class A license. Um, so even if I don't want to stick with Prime, you know, for a year or two, and I want to go somewhere else, I can, you know, if I want to go get a local job after getting two years experience, I can. If I want to buy a truck and do this on my own, do my own authority and all that good stuff, I can, you know, all I have to do is learn how to do it and I can do it. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, Trucker John. What 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 are some tips out here that you can give some inspiring uh, people that's thinking about getting into the trucking industry? Um, well, I would say you know the first thing you need to do is your research because this job is not just a job. And I've, I've said in a couple of my videos, you really need to do your research. Um, this is more of a lifestyle. This you know you you you're living at your job basically and that's different from most any other jobs other than probably being in the military um this is probably the closest thing you get to the military to think about because you're away from your family for a long period of time and um you know you get to come home once every month if that are you are you married did you say that you was married yeah. so what yeah I, yeah what? Yeah, what? I'm, I've been married for uh, for twenty years, and I have, I have some older kids. So, what did what, what did your wife say when you told her that you was going to go, uh, <laughs> go go truck driving and be away for yeah, you know, as 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 sort of amount of time? Right, you know, and I had I had that conversation with my entire family, and of course with my wife. Um, and it wasn't something that was like, you know, and I'm going to do this in two weeks, I'll be gone. You know, this this was several months in, in the planning, and there was a lot of back, back and forth. You know, I wasn't going to do it, and, and I was going to do it. You know, it kind of went back and forth until we finally locked it in and said, I'm going to do this. Um, obviously, being away was the biggest problem, and it still is. Um, but when you look at the, the big picture, and look what I can get out of this, and what what it can do for our family, uh, in the, you know, down the road. It just seemed like the best idea at the time, and so far it's worked out. All right. Do your wife uh, have any inspirations in getting into the industry, or no? No, she's in the medical field, so she she she's not going to. She, she's she's about to retire from the medical field, so she's going to stick around with that. Now, if she does retire and the kids are all, you know, out of the house, you know, they're, they're older, once out of high school and all that, and then it's just her 
and me, then maybe yes, yeah, she can jump on the truck with me, and this could be something we can do together. But I don't know. I kind of like being alone, like I said. I mean, not, not to say I don't love my life, but kind of has to be be out and do my own thing, you know. Now you, now you say you was married for what twenty years? Yes. Congratulations on that, man. That, that, that's a milestone right there. Not, not too many. Not not too many people make it to to twenty years, so congratulations on that one, bro. Yeah, thank you. How how now? You, since you're in the truck, how do you make it work? Tell tell me, bro. How 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 do you make it work? How how did you make twenty years work? Well. I mean, you mean like being while, while being in the truck or just in general? No, just in general. Um, well, basically say yes to everything and, uh, and I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like I said, I, I've been, uh, I, I just got out of a 25, uh, year, uh, marriage. Um, me, me and my wife, we've been separated for, seven years now uh i um i mean you know i was blessed to make it that long but still you know uh the advice that i that that i have came across and that i'd given myself is to make every day day one you know what i'm saying that that day when you saw her that day where you saw him, you know what I'm saying? That that energy right. that you guys put into getting to know one another and that energy that you that you, you know, that you did, you know, to do, you know, to make her, you know, to make her want you, you know what I'm saying? Continue that. Yeah, yeah. Continue that. You know, if you if you took her out to the movies every week continue that if you brought her flowers continue that you see what i'm saying you know con- continue so that it won't it won't fall to the wayside you know right. communication has always been an issue but you got to make sure that communication is still fresh and it still got to be yeah. there and that's the advice that i gave my that I give it myself. So, yeah, that, that is all, all very great advice. And, and I would say, you know, to add on to that, definitely enjoy all of the little things because they do matter. Um, don't, don't take everything and blow it out of proportion. Because, uh, yeah, you guys will have, have your fights, you have your arguments. And, you know, a few hours later, you're like, oh, that was a stupid thing to argue about. So, you know, don't, don't, don't take little things and blow it up. Exactly. JJ Hammerdown says it best. Happy wife is a happy life. <laughs> Christopher, that's, that's my wife's <laughs> Christopher Robin Trucking, what's going on, bruh? Haven't seen you in a while. Where you been? You've been hibernating. Uh he says, ain't got nothing else to lose. Laugh out loud. Amazon non-powered lows is the way to go. Don't even need a trailer. Get paid every Friday, even if the low isn't ready, or there, or there, you still get paid for it. A lot of a lot of companies do power onlys with uh with Prime, right? 
Um, I haven't really dealt with it too much, but yeah, they, they do a lot of repowers. But usually it's the solo drivers that can't make it to their destinations on time. Um, but we haven't, being a, being a team uh, truck, we haven't had that issue. All right, that's what's up. All right, once again, everybody, Trucker John. <laughs> Next time you come on here, man, you probably might have a different name. <laughs> Trucker John, you are definitely part of the LOM community, man. Thank you very much for sharing your uh, sharing your story with us, man. I really do appreciate it. You definitely stay safe. Uh Keep pushing, you know. I, I know five, you know, what is it, fifty thousand, fifty thousand miles uh with with your trainer, you know, it's it's it it takes a lot, but hopefully you'll you'll be able to make it through, man. Yeah, well let me let me say this like man. I I'm definitely um definitely a big fan. Like I said, I try to catch every single one of your shows. I appreciate everything you do and I'm I'm blessed to, to be a part of your community. Thank you very much. And I am blessed that you came and blessed the uh, Blockout Men podcast show, man. Thank you very much. Hey. All hey, right. Have a Thanksgiving. I'll be on the road. So if you're with your family, make sure you enjoy. All right, brother, man. You stay safe out there, all right? You as well. Thank you, sir. Take it easy, yo. All right. Let me get that out the way. And that's going to do it for the Lockout Man podcast show today. Thank you to my special guest, Trucker John, for coming on and sharing his uh, sharing his experience with us tonight. If you guys know or want or anything or you want me to reach out to somebody, let me know. I will reach out to him and see if I can get him on the show. You can hit me up in the DM. It's the easiest way to get at me. Is that Instagram? I, I finally figured that it is a hell of a lot easier for people to really get at me over at Instagram and the DM. It's still easy to get at me at uh at the Gmail. That's lockout me and podcast at gmail.com. But I have a lot of people that that comes in, not just from the LOM community. But a lot of people that that wants to, you know, that wants to collaborate, that wants to, you know, sponsors and all that other good stuff. So the easiest way to get at me is the DM over at Instagram. All right, guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, hit that bell and that all button. That all button lets you know when I drop videos and that all button lets you know when I go live. <laughs> That's what's up. But most important, though, hit that like button. Let YouTube know that you're rocking with the Lockout Me and Podcast show. And, uh, and I appreciate you guys rocking out with me. Hook me up with some coffee, man. You guys know how to do that. I don't even have to let you know. Y'all know how to do that. Uh, before I go, hold on. Let me see. Hold on right quick. Give me a second. I got I to gotta go and grab it for you guys. Hold on. I got to go here. And hold on. Go here. I got to go here. And here man i gotta go through a whole bunch of spots don't i there we go let me grab that all right i finally figured out how to do this thing 
So if you guys want to join the community, there's the link right there. Hook a brother up, man. Y'all could just go ahead and hit that link right there and just boom, join the community. All right. I made it easy for you guys. All right. You guys take it easy. I really do appreciate you guys being here. Thank you uh, for showing up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And until next time, y'all, I will come back at you with another video that probably might not be tomorrow night. <laughs> I might do a I, I might do an Instagram quickie, but yeah, we're we're pretty much off uh Thanksgiving. So everybody, you guys have a very happy Thanksgiving. If you're out there on the road, stay safe. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And if you guys with your family, y'all guys have a very blessed and safe thanksgiving out there until next time everybody i will come at you guys with another video peace this baby wants i'm gone i ain't coming back you gonna have to settle with another man but when you realize don't be running back ain't no sunshine when i'm gone